Uh oh, dropped a, dropped an M&M on the floor. It's a green one. Bet you eat it anyway. No, I'm not, cause Charlie shit on my fucking floor <laughs> in my office. He must have shit on the floor like the first day he came because I didn't notice it, and I turned my <laughs> heater on in my office, so it turned into like, it turned into like over the days that they were here. This was not this weekend, but last weekend. It turned into like fucking shit jerky, <laughs> dehydrated shit on my floor, and I rolled in it with my fucking office chair. <laughs> so shit smeared all over my office chair and all over the floor. And then I finally realized it, and I put his nose in it, and I whooped him. Damn. That's unfortunate. That's disgusting. Should have sent his ass off to China. Mm. Be some good dogs. All right. Well, how you doing today, Peak? I'm good, just enjoying my trail mix. <laughs> what a lively life you live. Yeah, you know, I'm a simple man. I'm a simpleton. Are you a simp? No, 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 no. There's a difference between simpleton and, and simp. Mm. I think Urban Dictionary's definition of a simp is someone who will like sell their PlayStation to buy their girlfriend or buy some girl they like, like a Victoria's Secret gift card. I used to be a simp. In high school, simp peak for sure. Not anymore. Now dogs just shit in your office. Yeah, they shit in my office and I roll in it in my office chair. That's the worst part. One time when I was in uh, Germany, we had a dog and the dog like shit on the carpet and I was in another office chair and I was like rolling around and I was like, you know, or I was spinning in circles in the chair and every time my foot would pass over a spot, it was warmer than all the other spots and I didn't understand why and I looked and there was shit on the carpet and it disgust like I was just so disgusted I went and got my stepmom and told her, y'all need to get rid of this dog because this is, this is some bullshit. And uh, she cleaned it, and I watched her, and I was just very pissed off. And, I mean, it didn't even impact me, really, but I was just so, so upset. But how are you doing? What's going on in your life? I, don't, I feel like a lot of little things have been going on. I've been uh, listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast, and I've kind of been on a, a kick over the last, you know, maybe week or two of just figuring out how to be a little bit more efficient in my life, trying to kind of reorganize my diet. And because I've actually lost about like six pounds in the last, probably the last like month, month and a half, maybe. Nice. And so it's, it's nice because the only thing I've been doing has been eating better. I haven't really been working out that much. I've been, go, I've been walking and I run a little bit, but eating is the big thing I've changed. So I was like, well, yeah. let me like really try. Cause you know, I've just been cutting out, you know, fast food, cutting out a lot of sodas and just things like that. They're easy changes. So now I want to so see what I can do if I actually try. So what are you replacing those things with? If you're normally eating fast food, what are you eating now? Well, a big thing that's helped is I'm still um, having to work from home because of COVID. So it's easy now, opposed to like a few months ago when I was having to drive to work, not to have to, uh, like I don't pass any fast food. I'd have to go out of my way to get fast food, right? Yeah. So that was an easier thing. So now what I make sure to do is before I leave the house, say I'm going to Lowe's or going to hang out with people, even if I'm going to meet someone to eat out, I will try to eat before I leave the house. Just so you to, eat a little less there? 
Yeah, I eat less if I am going to eat out. And then if I'm just, say, running to Lowe's or going shopping or whatnot, I'm less likely to eat out because I'm already full. Right. Yeah, so, the worst, thing you, the worst thing you can do is go in the grocery store when you're hungry. Yeah, I've made that That's mistake a lot. Never, never, ever, ever, ever a good idea. No, it's it's it quickly goes bad. And then a big thing for me is like I really like carbonation. So sodas have been difficult to cut out, but I make buying the LaCroix um, drinks, which is just sparkling yeah. water, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I can do it just a LaCroix because, you know, it's not that good. Someone described LaCroix to me as it's if, if you're drinking shitty water and someone whispers from down the hall, apple, you know, because <laughs> it's just this like subtle hint of apple or, you know, whatever the flavor <laughs> is. So, <laughs> so sometimes I'll get the Mio water flavoring and I'll spritz it in there. Yeah. Which meal, you know, has aspartame and other chemicals. So it's not great, but it's better than soda. So that's yeah. that's where I've been cutting out with soda. Have you looked into those things where you can make kind of your own soda from home and flavor it yourself and stuff? Yeah, my grandma had them when they first came out. And yeah. I don't know, it's just too too much effort for me. I'm a little bit too lazy for that and having to buy yeah. that and keep up with it. Yeah, no, I feel that. But yeah, so the diet's been a thing that's... I've been improving and then just, yeah, generally trying to get my shit together. I've been reading a lot more since October. I've read four books, which is a lot for me. Yeah. So I'm now reading a book called Predictably Irrational. And it's kind of about the human mind and how we process things. Mm -hmm. And I'm only like, you know, maybe 10 pages in, but it's, it's very promising so far. Yeah, that's good. So we are in a new year. It is... 2021 we're out of the year of coronavirus entering i guess the year of coronavirus for season two <laughs> and it kind of brings us to our first topic that have you set any new year's resolutions or are you a part of that wave of new I, year's i've never done well with new year's resolutions both with like trying to find something meaningful to change or just sticking with it if i do pick something so I am not a New Year's resolution person. I do um, participate in monthly resolutions. So it's a smaller time frame. I feel like I can, you know, really focus on things, and then I get a lot more done opposed to focusing on one thing a year or you know mm -hmm. a handful a year. So so you say that you you haven't had good luck with them. Why, I mean, why do you think that is? Why do you think? Well, well, I think the big thing is, and this goes for anything, for any type of habit. Say you're trying to quit smoking, try to eat out or eat out less, if you're trying to drink more water, whatever thing you're trying to change. When you focus on a New Year's resolution, the first time you fail, whether it's say, I'm going to go to the gym twice a week, that first week you don't go twice, in your mind it's tainted, right? It doesn't matter if you do it now because you, you didn't succeed. So when you're looking at something as big as a year, I think a lot of times we falter because we're humans and then it's like, well... There goes that, you know, like it's not, it's not a uh, clean anymore. I've tainted the, the holiness of my quest. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think normally the new year's resolutions revolve somewhere around some kind of habit, you know, a good habit or trying to start a good habit or end a bad habit. And you know, the hard part is cutting out that bad habit and replacing it with a good one or just Sometimes people just want to cut out the bad habit altogether, you know. So if you're saying for New Year's, I want to stop smoking, I don't want to be a smoker anymore. Well, sm if smoking is a big part of your life and, it, you know, it, it takes up, whether you realize it or not, a, a large part of your day, 15 minutes every, every two hours, well, you're going to have to replace that time block in your life with something else. And, and I think that's 
something a lot of people don't realize and don't do and they just, they just don't they're not really dedicated to their goals because it's just kind of something that you say and then like you said after you after you miss it one time it's just like oh well I, I've failed and, and I'll try again next year you know or I'll try again I've got time I can quit later or I can do this later when you know really it's and like that saying goes every thousand 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 mile journey starts with the first step and it's those small incremental steps towards those bigger goals that actually pay off and I think when people look at these bigger goals and it's just like oh I want to go from you know nothing to something tomorrow night so you know I'm gonna get Timmy two turn December 31st and then you know January 1st when the, when the clock strikes 12 I'm a new person it just doesn't it doesn't happen like that you know yeah that's that's exactly what I was gonna say like people try to go from say if you've never been a gym person right and now you know what I'm gonna go every day for a month but to hell you are you know that's not how we work you need to be gradual and when you try to start off big like that you don't allow room for failure you know when I when I got back and of course you know I fell out of the gym habit because I, I got hurt and then I just haven't gotten um, back into the routine since but when I started going I told myself you know what I just want to go twice a week and it didn't matter what day it was it didn't matter how much I did at the gym it was just building the habit of me taking my fat ass from my house to the gym twice a week and that was the whole task I didn't worry about what I was doing at the gym or how long I was there right and we've got to make these resolutions or these goals you know you got to make them rewardable so if it's something where you know and I go back to the quitting smoking thing because that's something a lot of people want to do or maybe they want to quit drinking or maybe they want to quit eating fast food or whatever they want to do it's just like you say you want to do something, but you know how are you going to make yourself stick to that? You know, the, the whether it would be with discipline or you make it rewarding. You know, I don't want to eat fast food. You know, you can't just go from fast food being your diet three days of the week to no days of the week. Just it's you can't cut yourself off like that mentally. Your your brain for most people just won't allow it unless you go to prison or something like that or jail. You won't. You just won't have an option. You know, it won't be a McDonald's. And then C block you can just walk to. So I've kind of experienced that too where after after I had my finger injury, I, I decided that I was gonna start running to the gym and I told myself, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start running to the gym and I'm gonna do it once a week and I think I, I ran one one of those weeks out of the whole month. And now I'm thinking, Oh well I'll, maybe I'll just do it once once every month and and now I step back and I'm thinking about what's my motivation to even do it in the first place do I just want to run or do I have to run to the gym so if I can if I can still accomplish the goal of running which is ultimate ultimately the purpose then there's no real reason for me to have to run to the gym every day when it is still something that I would like to do I just gotta I've got to make that that goal more rewarding and I have to put towards the effort and small steps. I can't just say I'm going to run to the gym every day because, you know, I'll do it for three days, burn out, and, and, you know, maybe it backfires completely and I stop going to the gym altogether. So why do you think that people make New Year's resolutions every year, even though so many people fail year after year? Yeah, I think New Year's resolutions kind of come from wanting to better yourself, right? But you don't, 
there's a fine line between wanting to better yourself and wanting others to think you're you're doing better or you're going to do better. Especially when you go out and you post your New Year's resolutions on 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 social media, right? Or you see people today and for the next couple of days you'll see them post day two of 365 doing this doing that and then by day 24 it falls off and you don't hear anything else of it and it's just kind of it it's just that wave of like new year new me and it's it just doesn't stick you know and and when we do that and you get all of this attention in the beginning people are supporting you wow good for you you made it to day seven wow but whenever you stop feeling like people care what you're doing then you want to do it less because you're you're kind of seeking the external gratification or satisfaction right it's not it doesn't stem from within you you're only putting it out there in hopes that it, it makes you feel better or someone else can make you feel better about doing it in the first place so yeah that's that's just what i how where i think these resolutions come from it's just wanting others to to know that you're doing better or you're improving yourself and you're playing into that new year, new me thing when ultimately people don't give a shit uh, about what you're doing. And that's actually what we're going to talk a little bit more about. Yeah. Wanna... So this idea of no one giving a shit, this has really been like on my heart the last like six months. I've been realizing there's so many people and I'm guilty of it too. I'm not saying I haven't done it, but so many of us, I think actually think that other people care. And I'm not saying like your grandma doesn't care about you. I'm not saying your girlfriend doesn't care. Or I don't, I'm not saying that your baby mama doesn't care if she keeps getting her child support. Like there's things people care about, right? But overall, people don't give a shit what you have going on in your life. I right. like when I see people post things about, God, I don't even know. There's just so many, I'm trying to think of an example. Their new job maybe or... Yeah, when, when I see someone that posts like their new job or it's a picture of this food they just made and they're, it looks fucking nasty and they're like, hashtag blessed. I'm just like, God, why are you sharing this? Like if it looked good, that's okay. But when it's a can of Chef Boyardee that looks like someone literally shit it out onto your plate, I don't want to see that. And all these different things that people post or tell you, you have to realize, like, do you give a shit about what they're doing? You probably don't. And they don't give a shit about you either. And something that I think confirms this is like I've noticed throughout my life, there'll be times that say I'll be talking to someone and I'll say something and they'll ask about it. I had already told, I remember having a conversation with them about that, whether it was like, say how I'm doing at school or what my after college plans are or whatever the topic, they're asking me about it again. So they obviously didn't remember. Oh, well, they weren't listening. That's what yeah, it they, like. they weren't listening because they didn't give a shit. And that's okay because you shouldn't be expected to care about what everyone else has going on in their life. You know, there's big things like say your friend get married or, you know, there's things that you should care about, but what, what people are wearing today, what they thought of the movie, all this other stuff, it, it doesn't matter. You talked about what people posting stuff on online about their food and stuff. You know, what I notice is some people do actually give a shit about things like this. You think about sports, sports athletes and, and celebrities. I, I know a guy who is, absolutely obsessed with kim kardashian i mean he knows her her family he knows the the birth dates and I, I know people who know beyonce's birthday and when she did this when she did that where they got married plans on going to visit the spot where this happened and this happened and it's just it's almost like 
that person has become so absorbed in another person's life that they're they're truly taking away from what they're capable of or what they're what they could be doing with their life because they're just so absorbed in, in another person's yeah that, so. that's that's a good point a lot of people tend to fixate on other people and sometimes it's because say you like people feel like they don't have any interesting things going on in their life or mm-hmm. it's some sort of like mental escape and there's nothing wrong like i know that i follow some people on instagram that i feel like they, they have like maybe 40 or 50,000 followers like they're that semi-famous level and I follow them for like the interesting things that they post or just to keep track of what they're up to because I like following their work but I think there's a difference between keeping a general tab and obsessing and so many people tend to obsess yeah and it makes you feel a little bit worthless in comparison when you do that you're looking at another person's life and you're thinking about you're looking at all of the great things that they accomplish because truly social media is you're just it's just highlight reels of your life and the things that you're doing and if you spend the majority of your time looking at other people's life well then it leaves you no time to accomplish anything but it's like a feed it's a, it's a terrible terrible feedback loop because you're looking and you're looking and you're seeing all these people accomplish these great things and you know, you're not able to do anything because you've become so obsessed and in, 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 in involved or, or taken with this habit of just scrolling through social media, following new people. You know, what is what is this role model in your life doing? What is this person doing that you start to compare yourself subconsciously? Well, I'll never be able to achieve those things. I, I can't do this. I can't do that because this person, this person did it at this age and I'm already this age. So it's just impossible for me. And I think that really, really, you know, especially the we're young, but I think there's a younger generation that's being even more impacted by high schoolers and, and, and teenagers when they're seeing other teenagers on social media doing these things, whether it's because of their, their parents as a resource or some kind of uh, freak luck incident for example that catch me outside girl you know if you're 16 or you're 15 and you see that that girl, is doing all of these things and you're 15, it just makes you feel like shit. Mm. And then like, it's again, that's another reason why I think new year's resolutions turn to such shit because if you falter on yours and you're starting to feel bad and then you get on social media and you see that two of your other friends are still doing theirs, it's like, well, fuck, you know, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think, I think a good takeaway and we'll, we'll go ahead and, you know, start to wrap this one up. But a good takeaway is, don't focus on like New Year's resolutions. If you want to do something, just just do it. You know, it, you don't have to necessarily wait for a new year. Just wait for a new week or a new day. Um, yeah, an actual. Just, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna uh, piggyback on that. Just do it, and, and don't tell anybody you're gonna do it. You know, speak with your actions and not your words. Because I, I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed too. The more you tell people about what you're doing and what you're, and you know what you plan on doing then you kind of, you know, you, you, you're, it's almost like you're seeking out that, that gratification ahead of time, right? You've got the, you've got the, the carriage before the horse and you're telling people, I'm going to do this, do this. And they're like, wow, oh my God, that's so great. I'm, I'm guilty of doing this even with you, but you just have to be careful of who you're telling people things to and, and, and how much, how much of that information, how much of your plan, how much, how many words do your words align with your actions? You know, if you're telling 50 people, are you putting in 50 times effort to make sure that it's actually secured, solidified? You don't, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's in the books. Or are you just going around telling people, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. And then when it doesn't pan out, you have every excuse in the book. And the excuses only sound good to the person 
you know, who's saying it? To everyone else, it's just it's just an excuse. When it comes at the at the very end of the day, it doesn't matter what you say. It's just an excuse. That's a that's a good point. And what I was going to piggyback on was so like when I try to start a new habit, I have a this app called it's it's just called Days Since. That's the whole name of the app. I have it on the the Apple App Store, so I'm assuming it's on other ones too. But I'll use that instead of using a calendar because if you're – say you're waiting for New Year's each year to start a new resolution, that's such a small window. So if there's something I want to do, I will like start a new date on here and I can get on. I can see, oh, look, it's been 76 hours since I had my last soda or you know, say I've been doing this you know, workout routine now for three weeks or you don't have to wait for calendar. You don't have to look, wait, rely on a calendar as your subject of reference field. You know? Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, um, no, totally. So that's something that some of you guys, if you're if you're like me and you do like to keep track of things, that might be a good app you can uh, utilize. But yeah, just re- kind of rethink about how you go through your New Year's resolutions, and then ultimately remember, people just don't give a shit. I want to put one more thing in here: is that when when you when you come up with these goals and these things that you want to do, you have to really think about: are you doing it for you, or are you doing it for what people will think of you for doing it? You know, so are are you looking for external gratification or external satisfaction from from someone else, whether that's a parent, a friend, so your social media followers, whoever? Are you really doing what you're saying you're going to do for you, or are you doing it so other what to for the for the benefit of what others will think of you for doing it? Because if you're just doing things so other people can say, "Wow, great, that's that's awesome," then you're just going to always. You're going to continue to, to, to look for the next wow or the next that's great or I'm so proud of you. And, and that goalpost will just, it'll never stop moving because you'll never be satisfied internally. You'll always be looking for someone else to tell you how great of, how great of a thing it is you're doing. That's a very good point, Pete. And I think a great place to wrap it up. And so as always, let us know what you think of this podcast. You can email us at team at pennypaver.com. Or head on over to our website at pennypaver.com for other articles and guides or for other ways to reach us. So that's all for now, and I'll talk to you later, Peak. All right. Happy New Year.